sex and lifestyle podcast that you didn't know you needed. This is the Swinging Soulmates podcast with your host, Mondo and Sativa. Please relax, unwind, and come play with us and our guest co-host as we candidly share our personal experiences and erotic escapades in the lifestyle. Motivated by passion and purpose, our goal is to create a community that allows themselves to be educated and entertained through the tales of the swimming soulmates. Mondo and Sativa are not medical professionals, yet we are a happily married couple of 19 years and in the LS for 10. We have a deep, unwavering commitment to our marriage and to holding a space in normalizing and redefining the concept of relationships and monogamy. The Swinging Soulmate strives to be a resource and inspiration to others. So subscribe, put a reoccurring play date on your calendar, and come along with us as we journey deep into our lives as Swinging Soulmates. say that to ask do you think that a lot of how we interact in society and the lack of intimacy and the lack of understanding how important intimacy is that plays into some of the problems that may occur within our our male um population as far as their sexual health well other than yeah that's physical uh, that, we'll talk about yeah, that but. right but you know that that's that's definitely part of it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely not all of it. For for younger for younger population, let's say under thirty five, mm-hmm. uh, it's really more in, in like uh, things like uh, porn, uh, smoking, mm-hmm. sleep, uh, and uh, what they're eating at the uh, diet, uh, mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so all of that. That can play a factor, or they're just, or they're not exercising. They're playing a lot of video games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All day playing video games. And you're not exercising, and then you're you're eating you're you're eating a hamburger and French fries, you know, while you're while you're doing that. And then yeah. now with the era of virtual work, people are sitting down more, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, so that that plays a role. But then, uh, you know, uh, uh, and then there's you know, when you're over thirty five. That's when you know the physical start starts kicking in, mm-hmm. like for mm-hmm. men and women after the age of thirty five, your hormones start to drop. Like for men, yeah. uh, testosterone starts to drop one percent um, every year uh, mm-hmm. after the age of thirty five, and testosterone play a big factor in in a man's libido mm-hmm. as well as you know muscle bulk. And um, that that plays a role. And then as as a man or woman get older, what happened? You gain a little weight. You're not as active as you uh, used to be. You yeah. so then you know the inactivity plays a role. The stress plays a role. And then you start having high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, start having mm-hmm. type two diabetes. All of that compound upon uh, the physiological result of really decreased blood flow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, right. All that compound to we. So when you're older, it's more before beyond 35 is really more hormones and physical causes resulting in decreased blood flow. When you're younger, it, uh, it's really more of 
kind of like you know the input that that is going into your brain and 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 are mm-hmm. you exercising or are you you know um are you eating uh well and uh to all that play a role in both men and women and you know 50% of men uh, uh over the age of um uh, uh between the age of 40 to 70 have ED 50 percent, wow. and this is according to a study wow. that was done in 1994 and wow. we this is 1994 so every day every day there are about 600,000 men newly diagnosed with ED wow newly now for those that may not know would yeah. you uh, would you define ED for us? Please? Right, right. I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. So ED is just not does not mean you cannot get an erection. You can mm-hmm. still get an erection and still have ED because ED is, is defined as the inability for a man to have satisfaction uh, a sexual encounter uh, and mm-hmm. unable to penetrate. So what that means is that uh, it would take longer for the man to get uh, an erection. Or uh, he gets an erection, but it's not hard enough, or and then he loses it, uh, his uh, his stiffness, and he gets an erection. It's all hard enough. He penetrates, but then he loses the uh, the erection during penetration mm-hmm. or uh, premature uh, uh, ejaculation or an inability to um, ejaculate, um, all the way to no, not having an erection uh, at all. At so all, it's a whole yeah spectrum and, and sometimes for a man the first thing he notices is that oh he can get an erection but he just can't sustain the erection mm-hmm. and that that's mm-hmm. the first presentation is that the it, it's like the erection gets a little bit softer but of of note you know a, a normal erection waxes and wanes in hardness as long mm-hmm. as it's able to penetrate so it's okay yeah. it's normal it's normal to wax and wane uh, but as long as you're able to penetrate, so that is the myth. So what ED is because ED, uh, you can still have ED and still have, still get an erection. Most guys think that if they take a Viagra, they don't have ED. Well, that's yeah. almost like that's almost like saying, well, I take a blood pressure pill and I don't have high blood pressure. Well, well you still exactly. do. <laughs> yeah, you still yeah. have high blood pressure. Uh, the blood pressure medicine just. Uh, just prevent you from having the high the consequences of what yes, blood pressure cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so with uh, Viagra, you said that yeah. it uh, because of the medication it'll make sure that a guy is able to get erect. But with the honey oil and things like that, there's no medication in there. So that means that the erectness that they're getting is just from their mental. It doesn't. It's not guaranteed. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because the member, what did I say earlier? The the brain is the largest sexual organ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the largest sexual organ. And if you tap into your five senses of sight, sound, uh, smell, taste, and touch, you can have an erection. Yeah. And I also said that a, a man that's paralyzed from the neck down, a quadriplegia, can still mm-hmm. get an erection. Mm-hmm. So, so it's yes, it plays yes. a lot to me is that it knows knowing yourself, like knowing yourself and and being comfortable um, with what turns you on or, you know, what your everybody describes as kinks or fetishes now. But it's really it, it's even to the base of what arouses you, what is arousing to you. And then you can get to kinks and fetishes. But so even that, you know, is something that. 
it was played upon it's it's kind of played upon that insecurity and just that and like you said that that one definition that people think it's that you can't get hard um but that's kind of played upon by advertisement of honey oils and viagras and things like that um what about like uh bluetooth where yeah. it's uh, over the counter is that closer to viagra using medication or is that be closer to something well like... but yeah you, you cannot get uh sudenafil which is generic for viagra you cannot get over the counter uh that that has to be prescribed anything that you get over counter you have to be really careful uh because it may interact with uh the current medication you're taking mm -hmm. uh, viagra is a very dangerous medicine actually viagra was actually uh, uh, created Blood to pressure. treat pulmonary hypertension. Hard or, part, yes. Uh, yep. uh, it's for the lung, you know, mm -hmm. uh, for the high pressure in the lung. Mm -hmm. uh, it would not be as an ED medication. And uh, uh, the side effect of Viagra, it, could, it can increase your blood pressure and cause you to have a heart attack and a stroke. I've, I've known many men that take Viagra and end up with a stroke and die, die from it. And it just because they don't know that, hey, oh, my, you know, I, I, I need to be really hard. I'm, 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 you know, I'm meeting a really nice lady. I need to be really hard. And they take the, the medicine and then they find out, oh, you know, it's not working as well. I'm going to pop in another one. And uh -huh. next thing you know, they died of a heart attack because they increased their blood pressure. And also, uh, you also have uh, headaches. The reason why you have headaches is because the, the pressure rises in your brain. Uh, if you have headaches and then you have flushing in the face and then you have uh, congestion in your nose that you can't even breathe. But a lot of men wow. uh, tolerate those side effects because they're able to have the, the hardness that they, that they need to get sick. But what's the trade-off? What, what in yeah. the long run are you sacrificing? And what, one of my biggest, biggest uh, thing is that uh, uh, Viagra actually make your, your erection worse, worse, not better. Because wow. I, I, I correlated uh, to like taking opioid pain medication for mm -hmm. your pain because mm -hmm. it's just covering up the symptom, not treating the cause of the problem. Remember right. what I said about the brain is a larger sexual organ mm -hmm. and Viagra just totally bypasses that. And Viagra just kind of, kind of make a chemical that is uh, uh, readily available in the penis. Uh, and, and that's how it increases blood flow. And that's how it helps with the erection. But what it doesn't do is that it doesn't help with the blood flow from the blood vessel. It doesn't, uh, um, it doesn't you know, cause the chemical reaction from your brain going down to your uh, the nerve in your neck and going to your heart to increase the blood pressure. So it's essentially skipping mm -hmm. all the steps, going straight to your penis. And then what happened is that over time, it makes your erection worse because you, it robbed your body of having a natural erection. Because your, your natural erection starts in the brain and mm -hmm. it, it goes to the, the, the hormone uh, that's playing in your brain that releases the hormone, then it goes to the nerve uh, behind your brain, and then it goes to your heart, and then it goes to the blood vessel, and then it goes to the penis. That's your natural. That's what, that's what goes on in your body, the beautiful creation yes. of six systems working together in balance, creating uh, an arousal response for a man and a woman. But then when you start taking Viagra, you just go, oh, bypass everything, just go straight to the genital, uh, you know, the penis, and just say, hey, just have an erection, let's go. 
So yeah. that that's wow. the reason why it robs you of your of your own natural response to get an erection. That's why men that start taking Viagra start they're not able to get an erection without Viagra. Once yeah. you take it, it becomes wow. a crutch. Your body. I really wish it was described like that. If yeah. it was described <laughs> like that, and more people would get it, because basically you are over, you're skipping over, like you said, all the systems. So if you imagine, you know, a car, for example, you can't skip having the oil. You can't skip having the gas in the car. You can't skip all those other things and just get on the road. Your your car may work, but it's not going to work the way it's supposed to, and it's going to work to its optimum level. So same way as the body, and especially, I, I keep saying this. Our brain is not only the largest organ, but I think it's the most powerful part of who we are as biological and our physiological systems. Like it is, it controls so much. So I think the way that I'm imagining it is when we're when we're not allowing the brain and our natural pleasure systems to to be enacted, our brain kind of gets pissed, and so does the rest of our body. You know, in a way that it it's looking to protect us but then in the other way our organs have to react that that the way that they react and like you said then that can end up harming you physically i also think about the mental um you know harm that you're doing so there's so many repercussions to it right um, absolutely it becomes a crutch so yeah the and, man the man de uh, depends upon that for him to uh be able to get uh, enough hardness for uh for sexual encounter and then he and then he he won't be able to get an erection on his own again. And mm -hmm. then and then what you find is between three to five years or seven years it doesn't work anymore. So where where does he end where up? You go now? So now yeah. in our culture, you know, they're pushing penile implants. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. put, putting two uh two rod down into your penis out, you putting know, what? and and rods, <laughs> like silicone oh. so silicone oh. rods into your penis to to uh, kind of like an implant, yeah, uh, uh, into to mimic, penis, uh, yeah, to 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 make it you know hard enough for uh, penetration. But you don't want that. I no. mean, the the first thing a man. Uh, that's why I'm trying to scream from the top of the mountain, and I'm hoping to go on many podcasts I can to relay the oh. message to your audience. That, to, for your audience, please listen to this. That. When you uh when if you start to find that you you have uh you uh, have ED or just taking longer to get an erection or get an erection is not hard enough, do not take the medication. Just do an introspection and just look at what yeah. what uh, you know what what type of diet are you on or you know you shouldn't be eating a lot of uh carbohydrate. Carbohydrate is like uh, a lot of bread, a, a lot of uh rice, a lot of pasta, um sweet. Donuts, French fries, all mm -hmm. those are inflammatory, very, mm -hmm. very inflammatory, and all of those actually, all of the the carb actually create inflammation in the blood vessel. So the blood vessels in your body start leaking. So that's why you're not getting enough blood blood wow. flow into your organ. That's why you start having yeah. dysfunction. Your organs are not working optimally. Uh, and and simple things such as like exercising, are you exercising at least three times a week? And I'm not talking about doing CrossFit or hard things like that. I'm just talking about walking. If you mm -hmm. decrease the carb, and if you just you know do like three hours of exercise um, a week, as simple as as walking, getting out of a chair, and sleep seven hours a day, 
uh, and uh, and smoking. Smoking is really, uh, uh, you know, uh, you might as well give up your ration if you're smoking because smoking is essentially strangling the blood vessel and, and mm-hmm. the, the blood vessel cannot get blood into your organ at all, any organ. That's why uh, smokers have the hoarse voice and, you know, that's why the lungs get damaged because the lining, the blood vessel lining of the lung get damaged. Uh, that's why they have emphysema. Um, yeah. And so uh, smoking uh, and then uh, moderation of alcohol, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying abstain, but, you know, shouldn't, you know, you should kind of moderate between five, uh, seven to 10 uh, drinks a week because alcohol uh, in, in large quantity is, again, uh, inflammatory or it causes leakage of the blood vessels as well. It caused the lining of the blood vessel to degrade. Uh, and eat more fruits and vegetables, uh, mm-hmm. uh, foods such mm-hmm. as kale, um, arugula, collard greens, and beets are very, very anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And they're good for blood flow. Uh, yeah. and, and they're good for bringing like good, uh, fresh, oxygenated uh, blood uh, to the organ. But simple things like that that I have mentioned it's something that it's like a checklist uh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. guys should be, should be doing. You know, all right, how many hours am I uh, sleeping? Am I uh, eating? What's my what's my weight? Weight, you know, I, my BMI should be under thirty. Uh, you know, and you could just calculate your BMI, put your weight and your height in. Go on Google and put down yeah. BMI, and you you should be staying under thirty uh, for your BMI. Now, uh, you know, I you know I have a little you know. Gross measurement. If you if your if your belly is so big that you can't see your penis when you urinate, that's not a good sign either. No, uh, yeah, no. because that, that means that your waist, uh, your waist, you know, you have that belly fat there. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that, the cause of so many health issues. Like that's the beginning. You know, having the uh, the extra visceral fat. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And and then that leads to internal stomach problems. So when you have problems that are digestive or um, you know, your your bowel uh, system or your bowel schedule is like erratic and things like that. Those are precursors. Those are telltale signs. Right. Um, and I, I can't tell you how many patients I have that all they did was just decrease, you know, uh, eating bread uh, and mm-hmm. then just, it just decreasing their donut intake. And uh, and they just started moving more. And that's it. And they stopped smoking. They're like, oh, my God. Uh, you know, Dr. Crone, I'm, I'm able to get an erection again. It's just little things like that, and they're able to get off of their Viagra and just 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 decrease just decreasing the amount of you know carbohydrates and and uh, stopping smoking and yeah, you know, and they they start to realize, oh my God, you're right, you know, my erection is better. So they get motivated to do other stuff. So, you know, I, I have seen thousands of my patients just taking that initial step. But it's like getting off of Viagra is almost as bad as trying to get off of drugs <laughs> sometimes uh, yeah. because it becomes a, a drug. Uh, it becomes a crutch. Right? It becomes a crutch yeah. for them. So I actually misspoke earlier. I said Bluetooth, but then you said the Sudafil, I believe. And Bluetooth has Sudafil in it, but you just have to go to a doctor to go get it. Um, but you reminded me of um, they give you a choice with Bluetooth, either blue or Sudafil or it's another one that starts with either oh, a T or a C. Tadalafil. Tadalafil. Yeah. Right. What's the difference between those two? Oh, there's no difference. It's just that um, uh, Sudinafil or Viagra 
uh, uh, onset is quicker. You know, it, it starts to work like within about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Uh, Tadalafil or Cialis uh, uh, takes uh, longer, you know, one to three hours to even start taking mm. effect. Mm. And it lasts up to like um, a day to a day and a half, depending on your metabolism. Versus Viagra bleeds your system in about four to six hours. So mm. Viagra is more short acting. Tadalafil or Cialis is more long acting. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, it just depends on the man's condition, depending on what medication he takes. But again, getting back to what I said about, you know, taking the medication for uh, a problem. Right. Right. Yeah. And so there's a certain irresponsibility. Exactly. A certain irresponsibility of those, because you aren't going to a doctor. They ask you like six or eight questions. Which, and then they go, we recommend this to you. So I think if in those questions, if you answer more that your age is older and that you have previous um, health problems, stuff like that, then they may go ahead and just recommend the Viagra. If you're somebody younger, which is why I think they offer the the other one. But what, are you, what is it? Tadalafil. Which is Tadalafil. Cialis, right, they do that right. for people that are younger and probably a little better health. But there's still a certain irresponsibility there because these doctors are not seeing them. They really don't know their true background and their health history to really prescribe or, you know, prescribe them these options for this home delivery of these products. So Right. Absolutely. I mean, when you have chest pain, would you go online? And right. Would you go online and fill out a questionnaire for, for someone just to, to tell? You don't even know whether you're even seeing a real doctor, but it's, it's like yeah. having chest pain. You want, you, when you have chest pain, you go to the ER, right? You you don't you don't go online and try to do that. So why would a man with ED try to do that? Uh, um, again, it's just that you know we we want a quick fix when the problem is it's not that, that quick fix. The problem is you know take, taking some time to uh, to reflect upon what what are you doing, just making minor changes, and you do not need that medication. And I know that some men use it the medication even though they don't have ED. They use it mm-hmm. to optimize and enhance. But they mm-hmm. don't know that when they start using it, they're, they're messing up with their natural response for an erection. And they're not going to be able to get an erection again without that. They may now, they may go, oh, no, this doctor doesn't know what she's saying. May now, but believe me, three to five years from now, you won't. Where, where would you And those that are using consistently, like much yes. more consistently. So yeah. how, yes. as somebody that's a medical professional, you've done the schooling, you've done the, the work, everything that's required. How do you think that that market has become so prevalent? And legally and within the medical administration, you know, within the laws and the duties and, you know, that are associated with, with the medical field. How do you well, think that those businesses are thriving? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they're thriving because there's a market for it, right? If there mm-hmm. isn't a demand, they wouldn't be thriving. They wouldn't have that business. Uh, because if we, well, I think it's because of the, uh, the, the market driving it. Uh, you know, it's obviously a, a, a profitable uh, uh, business practice and uh, you know virtual uh, you know telemedicine is legal and uh, that's what, okay you know, that's what I was it, getting it, to. because so, yeah, somebody that is, legal. I can't yeah. get my yeah somebody with a neurological disease we can't just go onto a website answer a couple of questions and then get Avenets for example just delivered without you know a medical professional actually being the one to prescribe that. So right. it's interesting to me that on the other side, which these medical professionals and the and the medical world knows that 
it provides or it can lead to other and um, you know a better chance than not that it could lead to other health issues that it is legal right, um, right. and i Absolutely. know that's more on our federal yeah. level as well right. But, but you know that, that that's why I recommend if a if a if a man start having ED is one go see your doctor get your blood work done because oftentimes mm-hmm. I I I've seen many many you know hundreds and thousands of patients that they present to me as ED and then when I do blood work it shows that they're diabetic they're, they're newly diagnosed mm-hmm. diabetic they don't mm-hmm. even know they have diabetes their blood sugar is in two hundred three hundred and mm-hmm. their hemoglobin A one C is like twelve. You know, anything over six is is diabetes. So so it's newly diagnosed diabetes. They have high blood pressure. They have high cholesterol. And so you and and those those parameters can change literally within six weeks. So if for six weeks if you've been like partying, you've been eating, you've Mm -hmm. been watching what you're doing, you have Mm -hmm. been exercising and so forth. You know, your your blood changes as 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 soon as in uh, six weeks. So if you have ED. I have a guy with ED. Go get your blood work done, and you can uh, 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 you can go see your primary care doctor because you need your blood mm-hmm. pressure That's checked. Right All yeah. right, and if you have your blood work is abnormal, then your primary care doctor will uh you know may, uh, may prescribe you a medication. But before uh you do that, just take a look at what you're eating and whether you're exercising, what you're sleeping. Just those simple things are oftentimes you know if you. If you eat well, I, I recommend a Mediterranean diet. And if you exercise, you sleep well, you can get mm-hmm. off of your blood pressure medicine, your cholesterol medicine, your diabetic medicine, mm-hmm. if you're mild. So, uh, you know, yeah. if, you, if you lose about 10% of your body weight, just 10% of your body weight, uh, chances are you'll probably likely get off of your diabetic medicine. So um, I was going to say, is, is ED something that if you start treating it earlier, something easier to recover from? Or... And then I was on the opposite. If you wait longer to go to the doctor to try to start whatever the treatment would be, then it's hard to to recover from it. Or in terms of fixing your right, diet, would that not you, work anymore? You, you, you have you're to take definitely you're, you're definitely hit it on on uh, the target there. Yeah, it, it, it's like a car, right? If you start hearing sounds in your car, and then you bring it to a mechanic, it, it can be easily fixed. You don't wait for the car to die mm-hmm. on the on, on on the street and then bring it to the mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. Or same thing mm-hmm. with your body. If you start to feel that, hey, you know, I'm starting to uh, lose my my uh, hardness, you know, I'm starting to get soft, then definitely go go get evaluated because that can be easily reversed. It mm-hmm. may just be a sign that you have high blood pressure. It may be a sign that you have diabetes. Uh, it may be a sign you have high cholesterol or that maybe you just need to sleep seven hours at nighttime or stop the smoking, stop the vaping. Uh, and maybe to decrease some alcohol. So little simple little things like that goes a long way. But get your blood work first, because I can't tell you how many patients I see, and I said, well, they have insurance, but they, oh, I haven't had blood work in like twenty years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. then yeah. And then, you know we would do blood work, and their and their blood work is 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 just you know off off the chart. And yeah. all, all they and you know they all they need to do is change their diet. I recommend changing their diet. They get on a Mediterranean diet. They start mm-hmm. walking more. They start sleeping more. They stop smoking. Boom! Their their blood work totally totally reverses. The the out the blood sugar start going down to normal. The hemoglobin A one C, which is an indicator for diabetes, start to go mm-hmm. down to normal, and uh, they they drop like twenty pounds. 
without even trying, uh, you know. Yeah. So it it does it goes a long way. And guess what? When all that happened, the erection improved. See, and I think, especially for guys who don't like to go to the doctor and mm-hmm. things like that, you read my you mind. Gotta weigh the options or mm-hmm. the consequences because, yeah, it might be embarrassing to go talk to a doctor or talk to someone about not being able to get erect. But then if you wait years, well, now you've caused worse damage than you if you had just got over your pride or your uh, yeah, yeah. Your manhood. It's, it's just the message that is um, so driven and into our society and our thoughts as well. You know, um, you know, if you're young, if you're in your mid twenties, you work out, you know, you drink your protein shakes, um, and you know you're dedicated to that. But you also work a lot. You party a lot. You, you know, when you're partying, you, you're, you're enjoying your success, let's say, in a way. And I think that more Gen Zers, millennials, those, they are definitely in that time in their life. They're enjoying the fruits of their labor. And overall, and to looks and every day, you are healthy, but you don't know what's going on. And like, as much as you go and get your hair cut, um, maybe go to the dentist. It's just not that prevalent for young men or men to be like, let me go to the doctor. Um, and what's interesting to me is that we've, you know, as a society, we're on this movement for mental health. I think if we have to break it down, then we should. Mental health is just as important as your physical health. Break that physical health down, you know, other than your history and maybe what your family, you know, may have, like the hereditarily. Um, go ahead and look into your sexual wellness as well. So as we break everything up, and even though everything is really under physical, we should break that up even more. And that should become, you know, much more of a concern. It should be okay that you go to the doctor once a year. Well, you, know? you can also get blood work without a doctor. You can actually yes. go to yeah. Quest or LabCorp, which are the mm-hmm. big national uh, uh, company, and you can actually request to have blood work without a doctor's order. Yeah. You, you can yeah. look at what they call... Uh, um, you know, a wellness panel or mm-hmm. a heart health panel mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or sexual health panel. They actually mm-hmm. have that and and you could get actually get it done. Now, I'm not sure whether insurance is, uh, will cover for that without a doctor's or that. I don't know. You have mm-hmm. to verify mm-hmm. that. It all depends With your on yeah. the particular uh, insurance. So, mm-hmm. so, but that's one of the reasons why, like you mentioned, you know, Blue Chew or HIMSS and, and, the, and those uh, type of Business yeah, is popular mm-hmm. because because it uh, is virtual. Uh, you yeah. know, you you don't have to leave your home, and it's private, and and it's actually a private ma- matter. And and you know, if, especially for a guy, you know, if he has ED, it's almost a reflection of his manhood. Reflection yes, of, of him, yep. and it's mm-hmm. it's almost like a you know, it's it's uncomfortable to talk mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. and, and that's sometimes even that uncomfortable for him yes. to even admit it. So, but mm-hmm. but it uh, but the 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 confidentiality of being online and not leaving your home and so forth is so uh, convenient that that's one of the reasons why is is you know there's a demand for it. But uh, yeah. when there's a demand for it and you to take a medication, it just really make the problem worse. So that's why I yeah. think I mean from the study that was in 1994, at that time, 30 million men was living with ED. That was in 1994. So we're like th- almost 30 years now mm-hmm, past mm-hmm, that. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's probably now 60 million men Imagine how, yeah, uh, living with ED. And yeah. they're, they're, God knows how many more uh, take Viagra and doesn't know that they have ED. 
But then and they think that they don't have ED because they're taking Viagra. Yes, you know? and. Thank you for joining us on Soulmates and Swingers. We hope that you enjoyed yourself just as much as we did. Please don't miss our next play date. It just wouldn't be the same without you. Until next time, be passionate, be in the moment, be bold, be loving, be the best version of you. Love and light. Hey, this is Mondo. Thanks for joining us this week on Soulmates and Swingers. If you have any questions or any topics that you want us to cover, you can reach us at 12-I-N-N-S-A-T-I-B-A at gmail.com and also on Twitter at 12-I-N-N-S-A-T-I-B-A. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, comment, Hit all the buttons you can except for the delete button, and we'll see you next week.